0: Hi, this is David Steele of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Garrett, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! In order for the magic to work, you have to truly
1: believe in the magic. What's up, Magic fans? Welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts, Orlando Magic UK's weekly podcast. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by the gruesome twosome. Sorry, Paul, I've still laughed you. you. Uh, <laughs> Support Bacon. How are you doing, G? You all right, mate? I'm very well, thank you, mate. Uh, uh, how's, I how's, your week, how's your week been? Well, my week's been all right. Um, I had my birthday on Friday. Many happy again. returns.
2: Yes. Are thank you still you feeling a little,
1: a little sore around the head? No, I'm actually all right, you know. I, I think I've
3: trained train myself like, really you well. yourself; it's conditioned well, I, for it. Know,
1: I have a couple of beers every night or whatever, don't I? So um, you know, you know. Um, no, so I've had a good birthday. Thank you But um Yeah, earlier in the week I had a bit of an incident. I was supposed to go and watch um, the Offspring in Cardiff down the Motorpoint Arena. So uh, there I was getting ready. So I thought. I normally wear glasses if I'm driving and stuff. I thought, I'll put some contact lenses in today because, you know, people might be jumping around. I might get knocked in the face or something because it's a little bit wild down there. So I put my first contact in, put my second contact in, and things didn't quite seem right. So I pulled the first one out, tried to pull the second one out, couldn't find it anywhere. So I thought, oh, gosh, here we go. So I chucked my glasses on, drove down into Cardiff, Went to a uh, Boots just to speak to a pharmacist just to see what they said. They gave me, uh, said, oh, try this saline stuff. So put that in your eye. Had a little route around, couldn't find anything. So I went to the pub, had a drink, and uh, the person at Boots said, "Um, other pharmacists are available, by the way. Um, (laughs) They they, they said, they said, oh, if you can't find it, you better go to A&E. So I had a beer and instead of going to the gig, I went to A and E for three hours. Oh man, I know, I know. So I got home at what half eleven on uh, Tuesday night. So I listened to the Offspring in the car on the way home instead.
2: Oh, Wait, dude,
3: did, did they find no. your eyes?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was, that it, it was, was be a next nice question. It. Well, so uh, yeah, at, at the A uh, and E, they put, oh you know had a little route around and couldn't find anything. So God knows where it is. Um, but I, I, you know, had a poke around there and I've lacerated it a bit, so I've got antibiotics in my eyes. <laughs> Unbelievable! So I'm the on the contact, list.
3: and the contact lenses are rattling around in his head somewhere. So.
1: Uh, probably, probably.
2: You know what? It makes such a change from it being, being me telling this sort of story. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There we you go! Can't believe there it! Go. Can't believe you missed the gig, man. Yeah. That's awful. I know. How's your week been, Paul? All right?
2: Oh, oh, good mate. Yeah, yeah. I actually made it to my gig. Yeah. What did you go and see? I went to see a uh, tribute band for the Pink Floyd, the Australian Pink Floyd show. Which, if anybody is a a Pink Floyd fan, stunning, absolutely brilliant. So yeah, I've had, had a good week, mate. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it.
1: Excellent, excellent.
3: And Mikey, how are you, mate? Yeah, good mate. No, no, uh, no concerts for me or. Or well, contact lenses rattling around in the back of my head, so I'm all right, pal. I'm
1: doing well. Excellent. Good stuff. Right, let's move this along then. Um, we've we've not recorded for about a week and a half. We've had, uh, you know, some illnesses and whatnot, so we do yeah. apologise for that. So we've got quite a few, uh, few games to rattle through today, uh, but I'll just quickly go to uh, Magic News just to give everyone a little bit of an update. You probably know anyway, uh, but... First thing is injury updates. Cole Anthony missed his first game against the Milwaukee Bucks last weekend due to a sprained right ankle. Uh, he's been out all week. Um, Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac, Michael Carter-Williams, each one more remain out. Uh, last night, we, we saw Mo Bamba missing his first game uh, due to back spasm, so he didn't face the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, we had uh, some news from the Magic on Friday. Uh, it was more of a Markel L. and Jonathan Isaac update, uh, where there was a team statement from Jeff Weltman, uh, who essentially advised that there's no timeline on their return uh, as they both rehabbed from their torn ACLs. Uh, I suppose the main, main takeaway was that Markel's um, been practising with Lakeland uh, but Jonathan uh, is yet to at this stage. So he's a little bit behind. Um, and also they mentioned that there's no time frame for the return. So there's, whilst we're frustrated, uh, we want an update, you know, w- when they might be back, but they've not put a time frame to it. Uh, but Jeff Weltman did acknowledge the frustration uh, of us fans. Um, any thoughts on that, guys? I'll go to Mikey. Yeah, I think it's i feel
3: like the the press conference or well not the press conference but they were interviewed partly because of the online the, the ongoing online frustration that a lot of us have been 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 saying that we want we want an update we didn't really get one um it was just a continuation of <laughs> that they're in the middle of their rehab and things are progressing well um obviously we heard from faults and i feel like he was in good spirits and and the fact that he's now Going down to Lakeland and, and practicing with with the Lakeland magic, that obviously shows us that he's probably not that far away f- before he suits up for, for Orlando. So um obviously Isaac, I think it's anybody's guess at the moment when he's gonna return. Um, so I don't really feel like we've we've been given much of an update. I think it was more of a a public. What should we say? A bit of public support for the fans to say we we're acknowledging that you're not unha- you're not happy with with no timelines and all the other stuff, but we are we are progressing them back to back to full health. So we'll see we'll see what happens. And how long it takes? Yeah, and Paul,
2: hey, for me, i i the timeline thing. I'm not too worried about um, yeah. overall, but I, I'm just happy that they've actually come out and said something. Um, I get that they don't want to be committing themselves to Jonathan's coming back on this date or we expect Jonathan to be back in five weeks, six weeks. And if things take a lot longer, you've got another set of explanations to give. I get that. That's fine. What I do like to see is I'm saying Markel is now cleared for contact and is taking part in training activities and on-court activities, including contact with the Lakeland. That's great because that, that actually gives me something to to know that the team are looking at bringing him back soon as soon as they can, um, and that he is progressing. That we are looking at him being able to take part in more basketball activities than he did, than he was able to six weeks ago. That's all you need. That's all you need. And I think the the silence that there's been from the team has. Certainly had a fans' frustration, without any doubt. But it has also perhaps put a bit of pressure on the rest of the the Magic Media and some of the players, because there's bound to be those questions getting posed to them. That are they in a position to answer? I don't know. So I think it's it's a positive move that has probably come about, as 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 Mikey said, as a result of the online frustration that. We as fans of, of, and we have every right to express our frustration because we we pay for tickets, we pay for whatever jerseys and whatever it, the, some of the money that's going into the organisation comes from ourselves. So I think we have a a right to express some form of frustration, and and we, for the most part, it's been done in a very constructive way on mm. on Twitter and Facebook or through various podcasts or whatever. Um, it's been done in a constructive way to the team saying. Be fair, just give us a bit of information. And I think that this was a direct response to that and more than welcome. Yeah,
1: no, I totally agree with you both. Uh. Um, so on to some news of our own, which Mikey would like to break. Over to you, mate. <laughs> would like to break. Uh, yeah, just
3: to, uh, to let everybody that follows us know that we've uh, now added a fourth member to our Orlando Magic UK team. Uh, so we've got Connell who's joined us who's also a, a big liverpool fan as well so that'll wind wind get right now. <laughs> Um, but uh he reached out to us and uh, you can't yeah. have everything can you no and uh <laughs> no. he's going to no be helping perfect. us he's going to be helping us with a lot of our social media stuff so um like the, the three of us like twitter we've been on twitter for a long time that's how we all connected when we get to know each other and uh he's going to help out with, with Instagram and we've got a TikTok account now, which we're going to gradually grow up. And, uh, yeah, we want to, we want to continually build upon what we've built already really. And, and look, and if anybody's got any sort of, uh, positive criticisms or anything else that you feel like you want to see more that we do and, and the content we put out, then we, we are more than happy to, uh, to hear that from, from everybody that follows us. So, absolutely. As so well, we've yeah, got a TikTok, no,
2: uh, TikTok account, does that mean I've got to start doing these dance the routines? Blossom, mate. <laughs> 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 we've got it. We've, at some point, the three of us have got to get together and start doing some dance moves where it all jolts about and we Appear in different shirts every every moment. Or. Well,
3: we'll have to run it past Connell. I don't know. If, it depends if we actually want followers or not. It? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think there's a thumbs down button on there as well, like YouTube. So, <laughs>
2: hey, I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh no, we so, look forward uh, to uh,
1: bringing him on board. Yeah, go on, Bob, yeah, sorry mate.
2: And, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll put Connell's um, Twitter. Um, tag name and everything on there as well yeah. so people can give him a follow yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and we'll have I mean, him on the podcast soon just to uh, yeah. so everybody gets to know him know his magic fandom etc so no, it would be great to uh, have a chat with him um, so before we get to uh, Mr David Steele which I'm sure we're all very excited about uh, to be speaking to such a magic legend um, I'm just going to run through um, the Jalen Suggs giveaway that's still ongoing we're nearly there uh, and a quick recap of uh, the last week and a half. So, as we know, our friends from official NBA store EU and Fanatics are giving away an Orlando Magic Jalen Suggs jersey to one lucky winner. Uh, just need to do a couple of things. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave us a comment in the episode uh, where we're looking at the 2021 20, 22 schedule and tell us which Magic player you're most looking forward to watching this season. Um, when we hit 350 followers, I'm think we're only seven off now. Um, then we'll be holding a, a prize draw and, and we'll be revealing the winner on a future podcast. So that should be in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Right. The week that was 0-6, boys. So there's not much to talk about in respect to the games other than some, some officiating, which we'll get to. So I'll just... <laughs> So I'll just quickly tell you what the scores were, all right? So, obviously, we faced the, the Brooklyn Can we just Nets.
2: say battered and leave it at that?
1: You can if you want. You can if you want. All right, so we lost to the Nets. We lost to the Bucks, 117-108. Then we lost to the Bucks again, one, two, three to 92. Then we played the Hornets at home. We lost 106-99. We lost to the Bulls. With Vucevic making his return to the Amway Centre. It was tied after one, uh, but we lost 123 to 88. uh, And then last night we got beat in Cleveland by a score of 105 to 92. So, um, give me, right, I'm going to go to you both. Positives, a positive and a negative for the week. Um, And then you can criticise the referees all you want. So go, Paul
2: positive Wendell Wendell yes. Carter jr yes um, he's had a strong <clears throat> week against some really difficult opponents um he <sighs> I'm, I'm going to say about the officiating here first I can understand how he got tossed last night his frustration must be at a ridiculous level with the calls and no calls that he is getting. Um, he has been hit repeatedly in the face. Last night, we saw his glasses being slapped off. As David Steele said in the commentary, um, that could have been looked at as a flagrant. As it was, it was a no call. Um, he reacted and gets tossed. By the time. By that point, he, he was lost anyway. But you can't keep getting... The, the, the phrasing that I've heard is, the blood comes from somewhere. When it's you know it, it, doesn't just happen, and it's getting missed so often. It is beyond the joke now. But Wendell is playing some really, really good basketball. I would actually like to see him given more opportunities to shoot. Um, without Colby in there, he's been the highlight of our offensive play. Uh, double doubles in the last three games. His points scored, his rebounds, his assists. Um, field goal percentage, his uh, rate of three uh, percentage, are all at career highs, and his defensive effort is just so good. Um, the guy is—he deserved that contract. He's earned, and I think we've got a keeper. I think we've got a keeper. He's—he is working his backside off. Really pleased with him. Do you want me negative? Yeah. yeah Turnovers. Yeah. Turnovers. Yeah. Sick of them. You know, and, and, and I'm, I'm not going to be negative about it. I'm, I'm fed up with seeing them. But the fact is that for this team, they are a learning experience. Um, the There's a lot to be learned from the Chicago Bulls reviewing the three, three, three and a half minutes of the opening period of the second quarter, where we were masters of our own downfall. As you've said, G, we went in tied at 27 all at half time, and a 16 0 run in the first three and a half minutes was largely down to our own carelessness with the ball, and there were a lot of live ball turnovers. So that's the one for me. But in mistakes, there is a learning opportunity, and that's what this season is about. So I'm not going to be too negative about it and too down about it.
1: No, I absolutely agree with you there, and the transition. It's in transition. uh, They're scoring their baskets and we're playing teams that are picking us off and getting easy ones. Um, When the defence is set, is isn't that bad. It's not great. Um, For me, it's the boxing out as well. They're getting beat up on the offensive rebounds. Um, But I've got Mikey. How about you, mate? What was your thoughts on the week?
3: Positives? Um, Well, we had Jalen Suggs had uh, equaled his career high, his season high with 21 points. I think it was against the Nets. Um, I think it was... He's probably shot the ball a little bit better in the last week or so during stretches of games. Um, other positives are already a quarter way through the season. <laughs> 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 uh, we've had uh, Gary Harris has played much better. Um, he's still struggling a little bit with his with his outside shot, but I feel like. Uh, and the stats have proven this with him stepping into the starting five with, with Cole out there. They're still in a positive uh, net rating. So that starting unit is still having a positive impact. It's when we break that that starting five is is when we're having our issues. Um, but look, we've got Houston coming up. We've got another chance for our fifth win. <laughs> Paul's already covered the rest. Um, but yeah, w- Wendell have been... Super impressed with this week. Um, yeah, and uh, he's certainly one that we can be excited to watch for the rest of the season. Um, but how how that wasn't a foul on a Saturday night against Same. the Cabs is ridiculous. But we've seen that in various games this year. Cole Anthony got fouled earlier in the week on, on a dunk attempt, and that never got called. Look. I, I just think that's part of being a young team. We're not going to get all the calls that we should be yeah. getting or expect. Um, and we've got to learn to play through that, uh, that frustration at times and, and not drop our heads. Cause look, we're going through stretches where we're having five, six minutes where we're struggling to score the ball. Um but you can't let it up on the defensive end and I, and I actually thought we did that better last night against Cleveland we had I think it was in the third quarter we were really struggling uh to put up points but we were still boxing out we were still blocking shots we were still rebounding the ball the effort was there they never gave up it was just offensively they had their struggles so it's it's exactly what we thought this season was going to be like maybe not yep. quite as bad but <laughs> Look, we, we've got some young, look, we've got Cole Anthony to come back. Bamba didn't play last night. We're hoping Fultz is going to be back sooner rather than later. J.I. a little bit further down the road, I expect as well. So, look, we, we've still got pieces to bring back in. Um, and look, it, it, we know it's not about wins and losses. We've got to just focus on the games and, and the good parts. And, and hopefully, we can string a few more wins together because it is getting frustrating watching them lose every single night and mm. I think there was a game I can't remember it was it the Milwaukee game and the three of us were all messaging each other and going do you know what uh, in fact I've already said to you guys you you uh you get the tiebreaker so I've said to you if uh at the end of the season if we're tied on our predictions you guys can have the tiebreaker because I only made it to halfway through the third before I was like I'm done watching this I cannot watch anymore <laughs> And you two made it to the end of the end we of did. the game. We did, albeit Paul did say to me when you had it on, it was just on. You weren't really watching it, but oh no, no, you know. mate,
2: I spent I spent the, I spent most of the second half talking to you. You did FaceTiming you. Did. You. you did indeed, yeah. but, uh,
1: but but the fourth quarter is the time we play well, so you can't switch it off because that's when you're going to see the good stuff. Yeah. It wasn't
2: in that second Milwaukee game, though, was it? Unfortunately, but, no. gee, what about no. for you, mate? What's been the, the um,
1: highlights well, and the lowlights? You guys have you, you've said it all, to be honest with you. Wendell Carter Jr. has been absolutely superb and you want a bit more offence to run through him. Um, his shot fake, and you, you can see the respect now from the opposition, you know, the close yeah. it out. He, he was superb against Vucevic. Vucevic was, you know, right on him. Um, and then he put it on the floor and he, you know, he stuffs it. Um, so the defence is going to collapse a bit more on him, which hopefully should... You know, spread the floor a bit more, get some better looks for our shooters. Um he's been in the last week and a half the one shining light, I think. Um I'm gonna say about the officials. Sorry, I I have calmed down since that Brooklyn game and the Milwaukee game. Have you copped um, out? You
2: haven't you're actually copping out of your section?
1: No. No, 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 I'm not. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right Oh, <laughs> That's all right, so I'm going That's to, okay, then. I'm not no, so much good. on my high horse. I, I'm just on the floor at the moment. You've now just got a pony. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know when they started making these rules now that, you know, you can't talk when he's taking a free throw. I mean, who was it? Giannis missed the free throw. And yeah. Robin Lopez got told to be quiet and he Giannis got to take the free throw again. They were up it, by probably about 30. Was it Lopez or Wagner? I don't know. Well, Lopez was the one, the following free throw, that was going around telling everyone to shh, yeah. even down towards okay. the bench, which I thought was really comical. But I've never seen that call since I've been watching the game since 1997. So there's been, it's been a couple of others him. as
3: well. There's been a couple of others oh, you yeah. feel like I've never seen that call before. And David and Jeff have mentioned it on the. On the broadcast as well, yeah, yeah. That that, um, that Brooklyn mean, game, the officiating in that was woeful.
1: Yeah, absolutely woeful. How long was Terence Ross at the free throw line?
3: Five, probably minutes. probably
1: about five six minutes. Whilst they went back to review something that we never even heard what the, what the decision was. Um, you know, obviously he's just stood around. You don't ice somebody on the free throw, line. If that had happened to the, an LA Laker or a Boston Celtics or a Miami Heat, you know, they'd beat up Roar. Uh, but it's little old, little old Orlando, isn't it? Um, I thought Harden got away with a lot. LaMarcus Aldridge, stiff arming, a couple of people on box outs. Um, and a bit like what Jonathan said on the six-man show, I want these officials held accountable because they're... they well, so well and good to find people like Wendell Carter, who's going to have to buy new glasses now as well. So he's going to hurt his pocket with his technical. He's going to have to buy a new pair of glasses. No, he'll get given by the a team probably. But why can't they, you know, look at that and um, say, all right, official number 49, whoever it was yesterday, um, got it wrong, send them down to the G League. That's what they do in football. They relegate them to a, div- uh, a division lower, don't they?
2: I do uh, think that there's got. I I was saying to today. I do think that there's two rules that need two rules in particular that need looking at. There has to be something around the. You know, when RJ was on the break, it didn't match the criteria for a uh, clear path.
1: Why? But that that is
2: that is a it's the equivalent of a deliberate foul. Yeah, you know, to stop a goal scoring opportunity. That's what that was. Um, I think that has to be reviewed. That rule. And I, I I really do want to see a change to the, the way a challenge can be used. Um, I know it's difficult when it's a no-call, but in a no-call of that situation where you get somebody tossed as a result, that has to be able to be looked at. Um, I'd still like to see a challenge available in the first half and the second half, and that you retain mm. your challenge if you are successful. Yeah, and,
1: and another said, one, actually... Sorry, go on, Mikey said. No, Mikey, well, Mikey
2: said when we were talking about it earlier, Mikey said to me, something they won't want because it's going to show up the officials. Exactly. Yeah.
1: The goal the goaltending as well. Why can't they review that as a caucus if it's off the backboard for a block? Because I think we had two of them. One was oh, in the Brussel yeah. game, and yeah. that would have made a hell of a difference to, to the final yeah. outcome. Mm. Um so you know, good people pay good money to go and see these games. Um, so, they ought to be officiated the correct way. So, do I'll not, leave it
3: at that. I'm, I'm going to rename this section of the podcast. Instead of referent, it's just going to be called therapy the rest of the season.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need G, G laid, laid down for his for his therapy, like you say. <laughs> You've got a bed yeah, behind you, G.
3: Next week, that's what we want you to do, all right? You, want, you lay down with your pillow under your head. And and get it all <laughs> off your chest,
2: pal, right? <laughs> All right, all right. The, only guy, the one guy we haven't mentioned is Franz. Franz Wagner, how, how a good week he's had. You take you ignore the the two Milwaukee games where was it three and oh, three and zero points. Other than that, he scored double figures in uh six of the last eight. Yeah. And he he's he's forty eight assists on the season. His core vision is superb. He is making people around him better. Um yeah. And definitely his, his defensive play is so strong. Um yeah. super impressed by him. Jalen yeah. defensively as well. I feel like yeah. he's
3: I feel like he's been even more physical this week. He certainly was last night against Cleveland. Um there was a stat, wasn't there? I, I can't remember what the stat was exactly, but he's right up there in the league defending pick and rolls, um, which for a rookie Who's only played what 21, 22 games is
2: 21 games, yeah.
3: Pretty much unheard of. So uh no, mm. I, I feel like we're in we're in good hands. We're in good hands with Jalen. Definitely,
1: sort of.
3: definitely.
1: Right, let's get Mr. Steele in here. Right, now we move on to our guest section. And we are delighted to welcome back friend of the show and voice of the magic, a man who really doesn't need any introductions. Orlando magic broadcaster for Bally Sports Florida and NBA Top 75 broadcaster of all time, the commissioner himself, Mr. David Steele. How are we, David?
0: Good. How are you, Garen? How's everybody doing today?
1: Everyone's great, mate. Um, Wales is very cold, uh, but we're, we're all wrapped up warm inside, so I can't complain. Um, how's Philadelphia? I can see that you're in your uh, hotel room there.
0: It's very nice today. Um, a little warmer than I expected. Uh, the sun... Broke out today. It's about uh, fifty degrees, so probably a little milder than it is there in Wales.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: sure
2: it is. I'm sure. What are we it is. 30, thirty-two freezing here? It's uh, not not brilliant. Snowstorms blowing through and uh, and a gale blowing, but other than that, it's great in Mansfield.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I just mentioned there, David, uh, the commissioner. Uh, of course, that's what Mr. Nick Anderson uh, refers to you as, isn't it?
0: Yes, yes. Do you want to hear the background story on that? Oh, yes, please. Absolutely. Okay. Well, back uh, in the early days of Magic Travel '89, '90, it was all commercial travel, and so all the players and the broadcasters, the coaches, it was a small traveling party. We didn't have a lot of trainers and medical staff and assistant coaches. So you're talking about 15 or 20 people total that traveled commercially from game to game. And one of the games that we played to entertain ourselves was you checked your bag at the airport. And when the bags came down the chute at baggage claim, the first one that came out would get the pot of money. Everyone would throw in $1 or $2. And then the first bag that came down got the pot. Well, we had a rookie by the name of Michael Ansley who, um, you know, he was right out of college and he looked at me and I think Nick Anderson is the one who said to him, are you in Mike for this, for the, for the game? And he said, is, is David Stern in? And he was looking at me and Nick said, David Stern, that's David Steele. David Stern's the commissioner of the NBA. So Michael Ansley thought I was David Stern. And ever, ever since then, this was 1989, Nick Anderson has called me the commissioner. So Excellent. that's where it started. I was mislabeled David Stern by Michael Ansley, and I've been known as the commissioner by Nick Anderson. And then it just spread to the team and, you know, everybody on, on, on the traveling party started calling me commissioner. Brilliant. That's a great story.
1: Oh, we, we do love hearing these stories, don't we, when we are uh, so fortunate
0: to speak to you guys. Do you still um, play the game, David. You know, now we we have our uh, private planes, um, uh, charter planes operated by uh, Delta Airlines, and so the bags we don't touch them. They they they're, they're carried off to the plane. They they show up at the hotel, and so you know, a lot of things have changed in the last thirty three years. That's one of them.
1: Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Um, my so hair's like gotten
0: just... a little whiter too over that period. I don't know if you noticed,
1: but... <laughs> <laughs> and my Not more wrinkles.
0: Completely. Yeah, a few more wrinkles and sags too, but you know, that's life. It's all good.
1: Yeah. Um, So as I mentioned in the intro there, you were recently honoured as one of the top 75 broadcasters uh, of all time and rightly so as part of the NBA 75th anniversary celebrations. Um, Just tell us, how did you find out that you'd um, won the accolade and your reactions, obviously?
0: Oh, well, um, the, the team tweeted that out and it was a a list put together by a a guy who, um, is a longtime observant, former broadcaster in the NBA, David Halberstam. And, um, you know, he's, he's pretty plugged in obviously to broadcasting. He has a website. I think it's called sportscasting.com or something like that. But, um, so it was his list. Um, you know, it's not an official list. It's nice. I mean, it was very flattering and I got a lot of a lot of response after the team tweeted that out, but, um, you know, it's just, um, just, just, a, it's nice to be recognized, but, uh, not a big, I'm not sure if it's anything, Mikey, you know, every, it's something, but, um, I'm not sure if it's anything.
1: <laughs> Mikey, that's definitely about, about, um, ding, ding, sounds, ding, ding. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. 100%.
1: <laughs> awesome. So you've obviously covered, um, you know, <clears throat> the team for, for such a long time. And as I mentioned there about the 75th anniversary, uh, 75 players were, of course, honoured. Um, how surprised were you? You know, you've seen a lot of Magic players, some greats uh, put put on the pinstripes um, and to see so little of them um, appear in that 75 list. I know it's subjective and a couple of the players like T-Mac, Dwight Howard, etc. have said that. Um, but how? what What? what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, you, you know, you said it pretty much, Garrett. It's a, it's a list that is, it, I mean, you pick 75, 100. I'm not sure there's that much difference when you get beyond maybe 50, from 50 to 100 or even 125. There have been so many great players. Um, I think you could make a really strong case, especially for Dwight Howard. Um, and to be honest, um, I think his off-the-court um, business probably has more to do with him not being chosen by those who who chose the the top seventy five then is on the court performance because um, it seems to me if you look at what he accomplished on the court or has accomplished he's still playing which you know is part of his is going to be part of his legacy in my opinion the fact that he is is playing so for such a long period of time I don't I don't see how you can deny that he's one of the top seventy five players of all time but you know maybe as we get away from you know the uh, the present time, um, uh, when, when things that uh, that turn people off about him uh, off the basketball court, and and some of it on the basketball court too. When that's in the rearview mirror, maybe he'll get more recognition, the recognition that he deserves. But I certainly think he's he should have been on there. T Mac, great score. Um, you know, didn't didn't get. I don't think T Mac's teams got out of the first round in Orlando or Houston. Um, that could be a factor in people's minds. As great as he was individually, and Uh, Just, uh, you know, just a highlight reel every night. You never knew what T-Mac might do. He was must-see TV, must-see. You know, he was a guy you'd pay pay good money to go watch in person. He was that good. So you could make an argument for him, but I think Dwight had probably the stronger argument of of the former Magic players. Yeah, that's really
2: interesting. David, I want to ask you something about um, this current squad that we have. You know, as, as we're watching this rebuild, do you feel that there is anybody within the squad that is that the magic would consider is untradeable and who do you think doesn't necessarily have a long-term future in the rebuild
0: you know paul i think it's yeah i think it's honestly it's too early to put that kind of label on any of them i, mm-hmm. I don't i think we need to see more i i you know they're all so young and uh, as you guys know um uh, the NBA is is a it's a grown man league. It's it's not a league for young players to be successful in. It's uh, it takes a uh, there's a process to becoming a winning player and and to figure out um, who's going to help you win, who who puts up numbers uh, just for numbers' sake, and who puts up uh, numbers and 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 actually players that don't put up numbers on the stat sheet but help you win games. I think there's a lot to figure out with this group. Um, you know, we have some guys that uh, statistically maybe are not going to be huge number of people, but they could be great uh, role players on a winning team. I mean, it's there, there's so many factors and moving parts in putting a winning team together in the NBA that um, I, you know I, I think that I think we're right now, Paul, at the stage where uh, everybody is being analyzed, all the young guys. Uh, which ones are going to be uh, the ones that, that fit what they want to do going forward and which are not going to be in that group. And I don't think, to be honest, I don't think Jeff Weltman and John Hammond have made any determination on any of those guys for the future. They're in an evaluation process right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. I thought the um, in, in that vein, the stat that you came out with last night around um, Darius Garland and his figures – I think it was Jeff who came out with it about uh, Darius Garland's season figures for his rookie year, how comparable they were with what Jalen Suggs is doing at the moment. I thought it was a really, really interesting stat. Uh, when you look how the guys developed, um, it's it's one for the
0: future. It's nice. But um, mm-hmm. he also sorry, go. On. No, I was. Uh, I thought that was great too. I thought Jeff made a great point. And watching Darius Garland last night in in Cleveland. Um, he's figured a lot of things out. And then then you see him with Jalen on the floor at the same time. And Jalen uh, has – he has a, he, he's going to be really good. I think he's probably going to be better than Darius Garland, um, you know, at, uh, going forward. But right now, Jalen's f- trying to figure out when to pass, when to shoot. Uh, does he overpenetrate? Does he keep his dribble alive? Does he – you know, I mean, there's so many things when you're a primary ball handler in the NBA – and Darius Garland didn't make those mistakes last night, but two years ago, he did. You know, you, you couldn't win with Darius Garland two years ago. He made too many mistakes. You know, you make a number of mistakes in an NBA game, and that's the difference of winning and losing. When you have three or four young guys that are just learning and making those kinds of mistakes, it's really hard to win games. So you look at Darius Garland and, and you you think about what Jalen Suggs is going to be. That's exciting. You know, it's it, it's it's frustrating for us fans right now, but... You know, we have to understand what what this whole thing is going to look like, and that that's where we are right now. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. The
2: other thing I want to talk, in the week that we had Vooch return to the to the Amway. Um, looking back at those trades that we had in March, how do you think we fared um, with where things are now? Uh, with obviously Vooch for Wendell and what turned into Franz and AGB in
0: RJ. And, uh Gary Harris mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I I'm really happy with um what jeff weltman John ham Rabel pull back in return um you know we I, I hadn't seen very much of Wendell he he, uh, he he's a young guy you know we've only seen him a handful of times in person but he's been much better than than I thought uh, than I anticipated you know he's so young again he's only 22 years old and still learning a lot too, but he's made some huge steps and we're starting to see now he's in his third year in the NBA third or fourth. Um, So, um, you know, we're starting to see, you know, a little maturity and some growth there. He's, he's consistent. He is, uh, he's tough. He's uh, he's aggressive. He's smart. Um, He has a great feel for the game. Um, He's got the size, obviously and the strength to be a factor in there. So, Um, I I really like what I'm saying there. Jeff and I talk about it all the time. He reminds us of Horace Grant back in Horace's, you know, in his prime, he was, he was a tough um, defender, smart, could knock down a mid-range shot and Horace could have shot threes if if the NBA had been, you know, three-point shooting crazy as it is today. You know, he he would have been a guy that would have stretched his game out to the three-point line and Wendell has been able to do that very easily because he just got good shooting mechanics. So, yeah, I think we've got a great one there. Um, RJ is still, you know, he still has so much to learn. He's, uh, you know, he, he's, he's just a tremendous athlete. He's got great speed. Um, he can obviously get where he wants to go on the floor. It's You know, it's sort of like Jalen, you got to figure out, uh, you know, when to shoot, when to pass, um, you know, all those things, um, uh, that, that young players have to figure out, but, he has, He's 20 years old, and uh, he, he's, he's got a chance to be very good, too, so I'm excited about him. Gary, when he's on the floor, you know, you, you might not see the numbers. They don't reflect his value, but you will notice, I think, that things just operate a little more smoothly when Gary Harris is on the floor with the other whatever four he's on the floor with. So he just knows where he's supposed to be, and he's, uh, he's solid defensively. And um, you know, I think he can shoot the ball better than we've seen. I think he will, but um, he's had a few nagging injuries. But just a good, solid pro. I don't know if he's in the future plans or not. That would be a question for for the for the fo- yeah, for the absolutely. folks up above. But but right now, he's he's solid. And then you've got uh, Franz Wagner is better wow. than I. Th- I don't think anybody saw what what was coming. Well, I tell you, who did see it was it was Jeff Weltman. He was. He, we knew weeks before the draft that that our guys loved Franz Wagner, and to be honest, I, I hadn't seen enough of him to really get it. But watching him play now, it, I get it. He's he's really good. He's he's already just a solid NBA player, and at 20 years of age and only one year of college basketball, it's um, at a high level. Um, it's exciting to think about what he could be. I mean, I, I I wouldn't put a ceiling on on either Suggs or Franz right now because I think they both have such such great potential, and you just don't know how hard players are going to work. You don't know how much heart they have uh, until you get around them. And both those guys are they are ferocious competitors, both Franz and Jalen. But anyhow, back to the trade. So you got Wendell and Franz um, for Vooch. I love you know you know we all I love yeah, absolutely. um yeah. he's a two-time all-star i hated to see him go but given the trajectory of the, of the franchise and what what our goals are he it, you know this is a better fit and he's a better fit in Chicago for where they are yeah. right now so you' know, it worked out for, for for everybody and then we have uh, Chicago's first round pick top four protected in 2023 and uh I'm sure they're not going to be you know they're not going to be a team that gets one, two, three, or four. You know most likely, so we're going to get another good first round pick in that trade, and then we have Denver's. I believe it's top four protected in I believe it's twenty twenty five. So um, you know there's the two years after the Chicago pick, I believe. So you know that's in the future. We'll see what happens. I remember the uh, the Penny Hardaway trade back in ninety three. That that haul. We had Chris Webber. We traded for Penny Hardaway and got a number of picks.
1: One of those picks
0: wound. I think it was three, but one of them wound. Up, the last one wound up being conveyed in 2000, and it was Mike Miller. It was that was one of the picks from seven years earlier from Penny Hardaway. So we got Penny Hardaway, paired him with Shaquille O'Neal beautifully for a run to the to the NBA championship, and then. Three years after those guys are gone, that trade still gives you Mike Miller, who was the Rookie of the Year in two thousand. So, you know, you could we could look back in in ten years and say, oh, that uh, you know, the Aaron Gordon trade gave us this guy, or the Vucevic trade gave us a player who's now an NBA All Star. So, you know, those things are to be determined. Absolutely, I think
2: I think on the face of it, at the moment. Um, Boots going to yeah. Chicago is an absolutely perfect fit, and I'm. Um, I wish the guy every success. He he deserves a chance at running at something. He doesn't need to be in a development squad at this moment in time. So good luck to the man. Yeah. I really wish him well. It was great to see him back in 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 the Amway Really was. Look, in the went min red though. Yeah. yeah, didn't look right.
3: <laughs> it didn't look right. What was the um? What was the the reception, like in the arena, David, because there was there was a few Magic fans on Twitter, sort of saying, "Oh, they, they thought Nick should have had a better ovation when they introduced him on on Friday night." What was
0: it like yeah. for you? It, it looked it looked okay to me, but you know, it's a different world where where I am with the headphones on and producers talking to me, and you know, I'm not really focused on on what's going on um, around the bowl. So, you know, I've got other things on my mind, but. Um, but I saw, I saw a lot of people cheering. There were a lot of Chicago fans in the building, which, yeah. you know, that's, we see when it's New York, Chicago, Lakers, Celtics, you know, we see a lot of those opposing jerseys that probably had something to do with it. Yeah.
2: Not surprising to see a lot of, uh, opposing fans in, in the, in the Amway center for Thanksgiving weekend. It's, you know, where would you, where would you rather be in, uh, Cold, windy Chicago, or coming down to uh, sunny Orlando
0: for the weekend. Yeah, only options. Yeah, right. Yeah, we take the good and the bad. Mostly good in Orlando, though. We'll take a few visiting fans to uh, to be able to live where we live for sure. <laughs> David, one of the um, one of the things I wanted to get your
3: thoughts on. Um, obviously, we've had Cole Anthony out for for four games now, but one of the stats that we've seen prop up is. That the starting five of Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, Wagner, Wendell, and Mo is second in the NBA in net rating amongst like st- oh, not even starting fives, but five play lineups. Um, how how impressed are you that they're doing so well, considering you've got two rookies, you've got a second-year player, and you've got Wendell and Mo who are only in their fourth season. Um I honestly,
0: I don't know how, uh, I don't know how they pulled that off. I I give the coaching staff a lot of credit and I give those, those young guys a lot of credit because, um, if you, if you had said that this is going to be one of the most efficient Orlando would have one of the most efficient starting fives in the NBA, um, you know, almost a quarter of the way through the season, I would not have believed that was possible with like you, you just said it, you know, a bunch of young guys who have never played together before until this year. So it's a testament to, to those guys and to the coaching staff, I think. And, you know, one of the biggest surprises has been uh, that Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr. fit so well together and uh, seem to have a pretty good chemistry. I, I didn't see that coming. And, you know, hats off again to the coaching staff for for, uh, for putting that together. And, yeah. you know, Wendell looks really comfortable at the four position. Um, they're they're sort of interchangeable and um you know, it, it's, it's a nice combination. Franz Wagner is such a team player. I think that's a big part of it, too. Um, he has just a natural feel for for the game of basketball. He's, he's got a, an extremely high IQ. And so does Suggs, for that matter. Um, you know, Jamal Mosley, if you talk to him, he would tell you that he's just blown away by the um, basketball intelligence of those two guys. They, they talk the game at a, at a very high level. And so they they get it. They understand a lot. Um, so I think that's a big part of it. You know, they, they know how to fit in and they've been very good. So, yeah, that's a bit of a surprise. Did not see that coming. Uh, and I was also having a look, the uh, the lineup with Gary
3: Harris in there is also plus 3.8 as well in, in 48 minutes. They've played together. Still a bit of a small sample size, but uh, that starting group's been, been doing really well. So, uh, yeah. Um, so you're back on the road again now back in hotel rooms and getting back into your hotel room at three 30 in the morning, as you told us before we started recording. Um, so first of all, how nice is it to be traveling with the team again? And second question is being sat so close courtside, what are you seeing from Jamal Mosley and the job he's doing? Um, not just
0: coaching the game, but what you're seeing behind the scenes as well. Yeah. Um, being back with the team traveling is, is it's just uh, been just wonderful. Um, I, I, neither Jeff or I enjoyed broadcasting the games in front of a TV monitor. Um, it was, you know, we just, we really, we didn't really, we did struggle with it early because we had never done it before. But, you know, even when we got the knack of uh, of it, um, we didn't enjoy it. You know, we're, we're just looking at each other. We're, um, in a, in a, in a dark room with a camera guy and a statistician and and one other utility person and you know watching the game on a on a fifty or sixty inch TV um, just no crowd uh, no no excitement no energy everything that you generate is just self generated so uh, you you know just mentally to try and and do that uh, you know it's, it's just it's just not as much fun you know and it's not as good. Uh, professionally because you miss so many things um just your ability little things that i didn't even think about and i just took for granted just looking around the arena and and seeing uh faces and emotions and that, that are not on camera you can't see it because the camera is not showing it to you if you're in a studio with a monitor but just the ability to look around the arena and pick up little things here and there um makes all the difference in the world not to mention the energy from the crowd and all of that as well so Um, I did like being home in five or 10 minutes after the games ended on the West (laughs) coast, but, uh, but, uh, but it's, it's not, it's not, it's not an even trade-off. I would rather, if I'm if you're going to do the job, then the way to do the job is from the site. So I'm glad to be back. As far as Jamal is concerned, he is uh, really impressive with his communication skills. Um, You can tell because Every team we play, um, players come up to him on other teams and hug him, and he has long conversations. Um, you can tell that he's a relationship type of person. Um, he's well respected. He's well liked. You know, he he coached with the USA Select Group with Greg Popovich and his staff this past summer, so he knows all the superstars well. Um, obviously, they all love him. And I can see why, because he's he's a genuinely outstanding human being and uh and communicates well. He's got great staff. And you know, for this situation, he's uh there's no question now in my mind, after getting to know him and being around him, he's the right guy for this job right now. So it's gonna take a lot of patience. And I think he's capable of of handling that because of his personality and you know, his intelligence and um, his perspective on life and coaching and the the whole package—he he really has a good grasp on it all. So, I, I've been really impressed.
1: Excellent. So, so what's the rest of your Sunday look like, David? With the NFL on, you—I I think I read you're a Washington fan.
0: Washington no, I'm not team. really. No, I don't you're really not? have a team in the NFL. No, I, I I watch. I like to watch just good games. I'll probably flip it on here in a minute and see where the where the close games are. I want to watch. You red know, the zone, games that yeah. go to the wire. Yeah. The red zone. I don't, I don't know if we have it on the TV here, but um, yeah, that I, I enjoy just great sporting events and uh, I'm more of a college football fan because of my yeah. background growing up in the Southeast of the United States. I don't know if you guys know this, but if you're from the Southeast, then you're probably a college football fan, the Southeastern okay. conference, you know, that's, um, it's big time college football. So I enjoy that. And I like the NFL just because, obviously, it's the greatest, the highest level, like the NBA is in yeah. basketball. But um, yeah. Um, yeah, just enjoy all of it. Mm-hmm. We're, try- we're trying to
1: get find Paul a team. Uh, Mikey uh, is a Raider fan. I'm a Buccaneer, uh, but Paul has uh, yet to pick his colors. Yeah. So
0: uh, I'm open still... to suggestions. I'm open to yeah. suggestions. <laughs> I can't really steer you in any direction, Paul, because I, 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 I'm a free agent. I'm a free agent as well as a fan of the NFL. Well,
2: we've got we've got uh, Jeff due on in a couple of weeks' time. So is is Jeff a big football fan? No,
0: not a big. He's he and I. He's he's a Southern guy too. So he's uh, you know we 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 share our love for uh, for college football and the Southeastern Conference too. He went to Vanderbilt though, so you can dig him a little bit about. his his Commodores who um, I think they have one conference win in maybe the last five or six years. Not very good in football. Well, with my sporting fandom, I
2: suppose I should be picking them at the the moment though because most of my teams are on losing streaks at the moment.
0: Or are they? (laughs) Maybe you can be a, you can join Jeff and be a Vanderbilt Commodore fan. then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's brilliant, David. Thank you ever so much for your time. We won't keep you uh, any longer. We really appreciate you coming on uh, and taking the time to speak to us. Uh, all of our listeners love hearing your stories uh, and keep up the, the good work that you and JT and Dante and the team uh, yeah, you know put out every night for us. We really do appreciate you.
0: Hey, listen, we appreciate you guys. Um, we we really do. I, anything you guys need, uh, you know, you can call on. Uh, any one of the three of us, and, and we'll be right there for you. We appreciate all that you guys do too.
1: Oh, how good was that? Having Mr. David Steele back again. The man's an absolute
2: gentleman. Absolutely love David's company. And uh, it's always so good to get his insight on stuff. Really, really interesting.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right, a quick, quick shameless plug time. Um, Fanatics UK and NBAU. Uh, support today's episode and visit the official NBA store, EU and Fanatics. Uh, please take uh, time to have a look today, especially this cyber weekend. If you want to buy your Orlando Magic shirt, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, your Manchester United, your Liverpool shirts. Oh. Or do, they, do, they, do they stop, do they stop oh. Leeds, Paul? very doubtful mate very doubtful (laughs) (laughs) so of course they've got everything from jerseys shorts t-shirts available with international delivery Uh, use our discount code magicuk10 to get 10% off although uh, some exclusions do apply and you may find a better code if you just follow our affiliate link um, that'll help us uh, do what we do and pay for the website etc so um Let's have a quick recap on our predictions from last time. So we had predictions for two games, which were the Brooklyn game and Milwaukee game when we had Luke Jaleel on. Um, of course, we went 0-2. So Mikey and myself got it correct. Paul and Luke went for 1-1. One and one. So we're, <laughs> we're so celebrating. <laughs> we <We're> celebrating. <laughs> Do
2: you know what? I know... I- i gone because I'd gone for that Milwaukee, the that we'd beat Milwaukee, we'd break that losing streak against yes. that fourth quarter as we were coming back, I'm thinking, you are joking. I might I might actually get this one right. And uh wasn't to be, unfortunately, but there we go. Do you so think close. do
3: you feel like we made the mistake of sticking with the guys that got us back into the game?
2: When I think I we got like the lead the down to six. That, yeah. Yeah. I like the loyalty no. that he showed to it um so i could see the argument for changing things up um and for those first couple of minutes when Yarnis and halliday and uh, middleton came back in they, they 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 still cut the lead more um perhaps in those final couple of minutes there was an argument to bring our own starters back in and go with a more Ex- now I can't believe I'm actually saying this about our team, a more experienced lineup. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah. yeah I can see there's an argument for it but I liked that the coach showed loyalty to the guys that had got us back into it and uh, basically said yeah give it a go so yeah
1: yeah I'm with you on that ride the hot guys that's what you should do um Especially RJ Hampton, I thought he was playing superb at that point. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Here we go. So, we record our next episode next Saturday, the 4th of December. So, in that time, we have three games. So, Monday, the 29th, we play Philadelphia at midnight. As uh, so we've heard, David's already in Philadelphia, uh, waiting to cover that game tomorrow. Wednesday, we face Aaron Gordon and the Denver Nuggets. And I think Ooh. Denver play Miami in a couple of days. And that's the Jokic return games. So That should be a bit tasty. So, uh, go Denver. Um, And then on Friday the 3rd of December, we face uh, the Houston Rockets in a very winnable game at 1am before we start a five-game West road trip of death. So, guys, predictions. Let's go to Paul first. Okay, mate. Um, I don't see
2: us winning in Philly. I don't see us... Beating um, Denver, although once Jimmy Butler has gone beating up everybody on the Denver team, because um, <laughs> well, you know suspension in in a, play, yeah. <laughs> we might end up with uh, most of the Denver team out um, in a and e at uh, at uh, Miami Hospital. So you never know; we might be facing uh, uh, their G League team, um, you know, because I know you, you're a big fan of. Jimmy Rockets, aren't you, mate? The the fake tough guy. Yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs> fake tough guy. That's him.
2: <laughs> and, uh, they'll all be waiting in the in the uh, locker room for everybody to come and uh, play nicely, no doubt. So no, mate, I don't think we beat Philly or Denver. Um, the Rockets. Yeah, I think we win. I'm going two and one. Uh, sorry, one and two. One and two. One and two. One two, mate. I'm going
3: two and one. I'm going two and Ooh. one this week. Um, we've got th- on paper if we're going to win this week these are the three that we might be able to nick and wins against you've got Philly who are only 10 and 10 and they've lost two in a row oh had to be only 10 and 10 and they're they've only
1: Philadelphia, the four- though.
3: they're 4 and 5 at home so they haven't been yep. quite okay. as good at home but I, I'm with Paul I don't think we beat Philly uh, Denver, surprisingly, are nine and ten, and they have not been good on the road this year. They're only two and six. So I'm going to say we beat the Denver Nuggets because oh, wow. we all want to beat Aaron Gordon in his return on on uh, I think it's Wednesday. Or was it Friday? Wednesday. Sorry, that one. Um, the Wednesday, Wednesday. That's the Wednesday, first December, mate. Yeah. And the Rockets. I mean, come on, we've got to beat Houston. I mean. I know we haven't been great, but if we can get Cole Anthony back and, and Bamba, and, and hopefully Terence Ross get, gets rid of his back spasms by then as well, I think we've got enough firepower to to beat the Houston Rockets as well. Um, and, and with that, is it a five or six game road trip coming up out west with the Lakers Clippers and... Golden State. Uh, and, yeah, and Golden State, then that Rockets game might just be one that we've got to win before it might get even more ugly so yeah I'm going to go 2-1 and one, and we beat Denver and Houston this week
1: Okay I do like that and you've nearly convinced me mate especially <laughs> with Denver um, but I will stick with my gut unfortunately I'll go 1-2 uh, beating Houston Houston are on a two game winning streak by the way guys Yeah I was
2: mate, I was really surprised to see what, the, what they did to uh, the Chicago Bulls that was a real surprise yeah. I
1: know Hi Jimmy Zink
3: yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do I, I think it all hinges on getting players back healthy though this week doesn't it 100% yeah, if you're going to win games yeah. you, you need Cole back need You need Cole
1: in there yeah
2: yeah. this is uh, the, uh, I can if if Cole comes back then you can see the games being a lot closer um, and if we can get Mo back you can see the games being a lot closer because he, he's yeah. they've both been very, very important for us this season. Yeah, and
1: that's, they, um, have. they have. Right. So I'm good one and two. Right, we'll lock them in and we'll find out how we do next week. Um a little bit, uh, let's get a, a quick magic quiz in there, right? Because we know Paul is chomping at the bit. So uh ready. A very I'm, ready. Quick I'm on a roll. roll. Right. <laughs> I'm on yeah, a roll yeah, recently. Yeah. Right, right. Starting lineups for the magic, okay? I want you to name the last three years. The Starting lineup. So no, no looking on your computer, Mikey. We'll see ESPN open up and the video play. Um, no typing right. going on it. So let's, yeah, let's go in this doing your year, feet though, mate. Between you two, I <laughs> want, want you to tell me that starting lineup from this season.
2: So this season.
1: So go back and forth, back and forth. Yeah.
2: Okay. So Jalen.
1: Jalen Suggs is there. Cole. Mikey. Cole Anthony is there. Franz. Franz is there? Wendell. Correct for four. Mo Bamba. Well done, boys. Full house on this year's right. It's going to get a bit trickier now.
2: Gary Last Harris. Last year's. As well. <laughs> yeah, Gary Harris has started as well.
1: <laughs> no, but the starting lineup for the very first game of the season. Uh, oh okay. right, okay. All Sorry, didn't right, okay. make that clear. But you have got them all right, so it's okay. Right, so opening game of last season, I believe we beat the Miami Heat. So 2020-21. So we were on... Is it Mikey, is it you? Mm-hmm. Fultz. Yeah. Fultz is correct. Paul? Fournier. Fournier is correct. Mikey? Vooch. Nikola Vucic is correct. Paul? Um, I'm just going
2: from the bench. So we're looking at three and four. And oh,
1: off from the bench. It starters, mate. Yeah, I know. Um jail, no I was out.
2: Oh my god, I can't actually be. I'm struggling on that one.
1: A clue?
2: I cannot believe I've gone blank on this, mate. But Let I A G. Yeah. Oh A-G. yeah, I forgot that
1: much. Yeah, I forgot correct. about him.
2: And I I've think... got a... The other one,
3: James Ennis.
1: It wasn't James James Ennis, but it's a, it's a family member of Paul's. Oh. <laughs> Was it Dwayne? Was it Cousin? <laughs> Dwayne Dwayne Bacon. Cousin Dwayne. Do you know what? I wouldn't have gone for him. No, I... I, I can't I, believe I forgot about, AG. I know. I went down the rabbit hole and um, I thought, oh, that's an interesting one. So... And um, uh, last one, 2019-2020. And Paul may have been in the building for this one are you there for no, the opening no, not, night not opening no uh, no okay alright no not opening okay. night so 2019-20 I'll let either of you kick it off
2: so we'll go with Vooch obviously
1: mm-hmm. yep yeah. J.I. J.I. is correct yeah DJ DJ Augustine Paul's favourite player
2: love him Evan
1: Evan Fournier, Mikey's favourite player. <coughs> so we just one missing? You're missing one. Aaron,
2: now we'll go with AG again.
1: Uh, Aaron Gordon rounds it off. So yeah, well done. Nice and easy that one, boys.
2: On a roll for like, uh, like that one. Like that one. Like
1: that one. Like
2: that one. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot AG for 2019-20 then. <laughs> I'm annoyed with myself for that one. I can live I can live with cousin Dwayne. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there we go. There we go. So, thank you, boys, uh, as always. And do you know what's... And, uh, <laughs> I've just seen this. Do you know what's really annoying? On the
2: cup. It's on the cup, as well. It's sat actually facing me. And, and I'm looking down thinking, who the hell was it? I'm trying to-. And I'm actually looking at the cup. I can't believe that.
1: Who else is that on, is, on the is cup, Paul?
2: T-Ross. There's T
1: T-Ross um,
2: on mine. DJ and Mo Bamba. It's the playoffs one, mate. Oh,
1: oh! Blue do you know what, one topic we
3: haven't? Do you know one topic we haven't discussed? Just quickly, the logos. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Yes, yes. So, uh, interesting the to day. see what people think because we didn't, we didn't agree, did we? No, you okay. and I did, Paul. We did, we did, Jake, because we, we're sensible.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we know art.
3: So, yes. so the thing, yeah, we, so the. So the Sixth Man Show in the week uh, posted out a link that the Magic had sent to, to Magic fans asking them to, to uh, comment on the current logos and the previous two that we had before that. And uh, I think you guys went, the, I think you went for the original, original logo. One, current, current and, and then end. the cartoon. Whereas I went the cartoon number one, purely because it's nostalgic. And that was the logo when I started following the team. And yeah. but I still think the classic, the original, is the best. But I went number one just because of this nostalgia. The current one is last for me, but I understand Paul going for that one because that's all you know. That's what I know. Yeah, yeah, that's all that's you know. know. But I think we're all in agreement. If we could go back to the original logos full time, I don't think anybody will have anything yeah. to complain about. No. No. Classic,
1: no. It's, classic, like, it's, it's nice that they're doing this research because you think, hang on a second, maybe something's in the works. So, yeah, fingers crossed.
3: Yeah. Are you happy with your jacket, G, with the orange and the old school? It I was go? very yeah.
1: expensive. It was very expensive. And, you know, I'll probably get beat up if I go out in it, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. no, there we go. No, I'm very happy with it. Thank you. So, uh, right. So thank you, boys, for joining as always. um, Pleasure, mate. So, thank you to everybody for watching and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast and hit the notification button not to miss any future episodes. You can find all of our links in the podcast description and also on our website, orlandomagicuk.com. Leave your comments and questions. We love hearing from you. Uh, If you aren't already doing so, please make sure you follow us. Uh, And until next time, Go Magic! (laughs)